0: Hello,
1: this is Jessica.
0: Jessica, it's Joey Gingola.
1: Hi, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am good.
0: This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it.
1: I don't know, this whole thing is kind of just evolving. I'm trying to be patient through the process because I'm so new to the industry. I have an accounting and finance background, so it's a little bit different because accounting and finance to me was very, kind of like every duck was in a row. It was much easier, it was black and white. So insurance is kind of a little bit, I feel like I'm like running around all the time crazy and I don't know what, don't feel organized um, unless I write everything down on a piece of paper and then it still kind of goes crazy.
0: I'm not sure if crazy is good or bad when it comes to insurance but crazy it is nonetheless and that was jessica birch of bryce point insurance out in sunny california and she's talking about her experience being so to the industry and I, I find it interesting that people that have been successful in other industries and then they're trying their hand at insurance and they feel as if their newness is somehow like tattooed on their forehead and like it, it just makes them intimidated as as an outsider and in reality it's that newness it's that angle it's that experience that you had from a previous industry that really is your secret weapon and that is something that i'm i'm hearing from newer as i come across more and more new agents to the industry it's something that they self-conscious might be a strong word but maybe it's not and they are just kind of freaked out about what they don't know, even though what they do know is working and it's working well. Now, if you remember, Jessica was on episode 102, I think, Are You Listening to Your Happy Insurance Secrets? And I said, no, Happy Insurance Accidents. I said secrets before. Are You Listening to Your Happy Insurance Accidents? And I said on that show, Jessica has a secret weapon. And I didn't tell you what that was. And I told you I would tell you what that secret weapon was the next time that she was on the show. And this is the next time that she has been on the show and her secret weapon is the fact that she has previous experience in another industry. That's it, hands down, and she is able to take that experience and do what other insurance agents can't because they don't have that experience. And the question that you always have to ask yourself is is do you have a secret weapon that you don't even realize as a weapon. This
1: first year has been just relationships that I've had over the years through accounting and finance and doing people's taxes and just networking. Mm -hmm. I was heavily involved in the nonprofit sector and I met people and just built relationships over time. And those relationships have led into, you know, more lucrative things now.
0: There it is. Those relationships have led into something more lucrative now. Jessica is moving from an accounting and finance background into insurance, and those relationships are paying huge dividends now for her, as Jessica was 15, 20 years deep, I believe, in an accounting career, and now she jumped over to insurance, and she is reaping the rewards of of that time, of that effort, of that hard work. And that's kind of where, you know, again, I was maybe sounding a little frustrated on the first episode with Jessica because again, she's just, it's like, hey, how is all this happening? Why is this going so well for her so soon? And it's not, right? They always say there's no such thing as an overnight success. It's not, you never see the work that goes in until they become a success. And that's the the thing right there, right, is that Jessica was leveraging these relationships. I mean, she was building these relationships, not having any idea that they would be leveraged in a way to sell, you know, highly profitable insurance policies to, you know, down the road. And it's, we're always looking for that quick fix, that quick buck. And yeah, we need to put, as Jason and Chris Langea like to say, premiums on the book. But as long as you think you're doing something that is meaningful, that is effective, And, again, building value around, again, relationships that you know that it might not pay off today. But, you know, 5, 10, 15, even 20 years from now, you're putting yourself in a much better position than you were if you were to play the short game. Again, Gary Vaynerchuk always says he's playing the long game. Right. And this is an example of the long game. I don't know what Jessica did or did not do during her accounting career with these these relationships. But she's obviously kept them in good enough shape to where she can come back to them now and say, hey, any thoughts uh, on maybe let me take a look at this insurance thing that's going on because I might be able to help. And she's finding a decent, if not a lot of success around that. In fact, it might even be more than she can actually handle
1: you know i don't do much advertising i think over time i will but at this point i don't have the bandwidth to get to grow any any faster than i am at this point i'm kind of where i need to be
0: show of hands of anybody having that problem go on put them up let me see them are you having problems do you do you think you can't grow any faster than what you already are you don't handle that is that a good problem to have i think it is a good problem to have right Jessica is saying that she doesn't think that she can handle any more business than it's coming to her at the moment. Uh, Feel free, to email me, joeyatgrowprogram.com. If it's the inverse and you would like to have that problem, let me know, joeyatgrowprogram.com. Say, hey, Joey, I would like to grow that way. Whatever Jessica said, I would like to do that. Not sure that I have an answer for you, but email me anyways and we can console each other. Have a good hug. And you hear Jessica saying, well, she's not doing advertising, which good, I mean, I'm not a big advertising fan, uh, she said she might, uh, but she can't handle any more business than she has right now because guess what? She's got a whole career's worth of relationships and secret weaponing to build off of or to use, to deploy, to fire. To, I don't know. You you put in your own thing there. And that's what she is She's doing. So uh, will she ever have to advertise? I don't know. I mean, if those relationships are serving her this well so far, By the chance they stop, there's a pretty good chance that the relationships she's built on the insurance side of things will then spawn themselves into more insurance opportunities. I don't know. Just speculating. Never been in this position before. But uh, if Jessica was that good in the accounting space, I'm assuming that the insurance space is going to come as, you know, naturally to her. She's not having to beat down doors or anything, so she's not going to burn herself out in that capacity. And I think, again, the, the point that cannot be stressed enough is... This was achieved over years and years and years of hard work and dedication and just, again, doing the right thing, building the right assets, if you will, that, you know, would potentially be able, again, assets and capitalizing all that. I mean, it's just, hey, listen, she just went and met some cool people, knew that these were people that she wanted to be connected to. And when the opportunity arose, there was, uh, you know, a reason for her to be able to make more money. Or to do something different. I, I don't know how. I guess I don't know how much accountants make and anything. But I mean, she says more lucrative opportunities. So I'm just going to take her at that. That that you know the policies, the commission she's making on these policies is more than she was making just doing taxes. And that, that cannot be stressed enough. And and that is what has allowed her to grow at a pace that you know she almost can't handle. Because if if she were to grow any faster, then then she might start to you know, either not do as good a job or maybe have to bring on some more staff or whatever it is, right? But it's a good problem to have. However, when something does work so well, occasionally it creates new problems all on their own.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, but, you know, sometimes it gets lonely and, you know, I'm the only person, I mean, I work with other people, but I'm with a group of brokers, so we're all over the U.S. And so it's kind of like we can bounce stuff off each other, but when you don't have a group of people that are doing what you do in your office, it's a little bit cumbersome. It's kind of like you're going crazy and everyone doesn't understand what you do.
0: Yes, yes, it does get lonely when you're working on your little island, as I know, because even though I work for my family's agency, I work from home 95% of the time, and and it does get lonely. And uh, just before recording this podcast, if my kids were not home on summer break, uh, I would not have been taking orders from the Barbie Dreamhouse. I got some nice corn, a few fresh strawberries, uh, not fresh, I mean, by fresh I mean plastic strawberries, Um, But, you know, that's I get to do that on my lunch break. But outside of that, it's lonely. I'm just by myself all the time, and that's what Jessica's experiencing. She's the only one in her office. Nobody knows what she does, right? Yes, that's terrible. And that leads you to sometimes be you know, maybe overly talkative in social situations, or just maybe think people think that you don't have any human interaction ever, which is also possible. Believe me, Jessica, I know all of these things and you might've freaked people out because of these things of when you do get into actual normal scenarios. It's like when you've been around your kids too long and then you try and have a conversation with adults and it doesn't go very well because you forget how to talk to other human beings that aren't five. It's kind of tough, but Yes, that's a challenge, right? Uh, it's It sucks working by yourself, especially when, again, I mean, it's well, I guess it would probably suck worse by yourself if you weren't successful, but it sucks nonetheless even if you are successful, as in Jessica's case. But, again, this is a problem, you know, that – She's finding that it's working. It's working well, but you know she doesn't have anybody. She doesn't have a group of people. And Now this is what led Jessica, I believe, to eventually start listening to the podcast. So thank you, Jessica, for that. Um, and then uh, ultimately uh, join our mastermind. Is that she wanted to be, you know, around some agents that knew what was going on and have some people to kind of call home, right? If you're working on your own, it feels like, hey. I, I didn't know that you existed and especially if you're in the insurance industry and you're trying to do something a little bit different than what everybody else in your town is doing and and you think, hey, this, this marketing online thing, this, you know, these videos, this, all this different newer stuff, you know, if, if you didn't think other people existed, that's kind of, you know, what you get like when we you know we were just at Elevate a couple of weeks ago, uh, Elevate Seventeen. That's what we get at Grow Lab. It's like, hey, guess what? There's a whole bunch of us, and it feels it feels refreshing, right? Because you're around your people, and there's nothing like being around your people. Because, uh, you know, growing up, that's all we had, right? Like you didn't know any better. Well, it depends on what your experience was growing up, but I mean, I was always around a group of friends that I enjoyed, and and they were my people, and it just was always there, and you always had that. And if you don't have that in a professional environment, then it's kind of tough, right? I always say, you know, friendships and relationships are a matter of, of proximity, whether they be physical proximity or, you know, professional or personal interest proximity, right? It's pretty basic and pretty easy to understand, but we sometimes let go of that, right? And we don't realize and we just settle for, you know, those common things that maybe aren't as important, that aren't as um inspiring right because yeah you might hang around from you, know, you might hang around your neighbors but then you're like man these guys i don't know you know they they have a personality like a piece of piece of wallpaper right like i don't know what to talk to about with them and uh, and and it's until you get around that group of people that you can actually you know, stir up, you know, I guess, you know, get the cobwebs out, right? Just have some interesting ideas, have some excitement, have some ambition and, and maybe even lead you to be more successful. I don't know. I'll have to ask Jessica how that's going. If, you know, being around a few more agents has uh, you know, kind of spurred some things I, I should follow up. I'm terrible. As we know, I'm terrible at following up, but the interesting thing about this all is that, you know, whenever we hear that there's a secret or wherever ever we're surprised that there's a lot of success, you got to look, far, you got to look deeper, right? There's usually a pretty good reason. It's not just because, right? There isn't just a little hope and a wish and a, and a wink and a nod and a nudge. There's none of that, right? It's just, hey, I did the work, you didn't, and this is why it's happening. At some point, you will be right, I hope anyways. And and that's, you know, kind of Jessica's case is that she has all of this previous experience to lean back on, and it's serving her well in her new endeavor in insurance And it's not fake, it's not a secret, it's not a surprise, it's just, hey, listen, she did the work, she's been doing it for a long time, and now she's just capitalizing on it in an entirely new way. So the only thing that you have to keep in mind is, is, hey, what's your secret weapon? And if you don't have one, how are you gonna get one? This is going to be a recommendation slash like, human condition observation. And um, for whatever reason, I don't even really know how this happened. Uh, YouTube, for some reason, suggested some uh, uh, Kitchen Nightmare clips. Gordon Ramsay's show Kitchen Nightmare. It's been on a really long time, and I've never really dove into what he was all about. Anytime that I did see him, it was just a dude that was swearing a lot of people, and for really no good reason, it felt like. However, upon further examination, what I found very interesting in these and since going on to watch a few full episodes um, is the staggering amount of denial. I mean, now this is the restaurant business, but the staggering amount of denial business owners can surround themselves with as far as what is working and what is not working and the lack of, you ready for another Gary Vee buzzword, self-awareness that is not being deployed in their lives and in their business and the lack of just overall kind of basic growth they're doing as a human being i mean it's shocking and and it is addicting and that's why i've been i've been just zipping through like they got a lot of cool four or five minute clips which is really nice because I can get right to the the craziness and the the idiocy of of the whole thing and and i don't have to you know wait for the whole episode but uh, it's, it's good it's good so i just bring it up because i know there's a lot of that in insurance right I know that there's a conference room table in our office that my grandfather made out of hand or by hand allegedly that's the, that's how the story goes and uh, and so you know we don't touch that right I know there's I know there's the sign that again he cut out of wood by himself that we have on the door so it's our logo so I know that that is something that we don't touch but we do that with a lot of technology and tools and I'm bringing on a new uh, quote engine for my health insurance um, and, uh, and and I'm going through some just uncomfortableness like just dealing with something new and and figuring that out and just having to, you know, obviously update some things and change some things and contacts that aren't important, right? And it's it's that stuff that prevents us from doing what's necessary. And I'm just curious, what's that thing that you are in denial about or nostalgic about or uh, are refusing to touch and at the cost or the detriment of your agency? Because at the end of the day, this isn't a family photo album and it's not like memory time capsule. It's your business that you potentially, hopefully, want to give to somebody else down the road. And by not making the necessary changes today, you're going to end up hurting it tomorrow. I have no idea what that has to do with anything, but it was an interesting thought that I had on my mind, thought I would share. If you want some help, at least in the marketing department and just the attracting of the new consumers, uh, head on over to growprogram.com free, grab the free membership, uh, get on the newsletter Write that every Sunday morning. Would love uh, for you to jump on the newsletter as well. And just in general, let me know if you're listening. I've met way too many people at Elevate that said they listen to the podcast that never actually email me when I say, hey, email me. I might have to figure something else. Tweet me. Find me on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I really don't care. Just say, hey, Joey, Uh, I listen to the podcast. You're kind of stupid most of the time, but there's about 20% that you're right. I don't even care if it's that. Just do that. Just because. It makes me nervous. I don't like it. So so do that. Growprogram.com slash free.